What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Fulfillment Podcast, where we help discover better you by finding fulfillment in life, relationships, and finance. In this episode, episode number 44, we are moving right along. We're talking about violently rejecting victimhood, the story of the lions and the sheep. Now, why the title? It's got a good story to it, don't worry. We're going to talk a lot about all this stuff, but I really want to hammer in the point on this episode. The way to make you happier, the way to bring fulfillment in your life and bring happiness into your life. Get a lot of questions. I actually got a question about what it is. What's the, like the secret to happiness? Of course, we went to go, go listen to one of the previous episodes, but I want to talk about it because it boils down to how do you find fulfillment? What is your fulfillment in life and how do you achieve the fulfillment that you need, whether that be success financially in a relationship um, in, or in any other way, right? Any other relationship or anything else that you could have, what is it that brings you the fulfillment, the happiness that you need to achieve in life? And it really boils down to two things. And it's it's a mindset shift that you do inside of yourself, inside of your head at some point. And I've noticed a lot. So I do I do a lot of marketing, right? I do online marketing. I, I deal a lot with Facebook ads and Google ads and all that kind of stuff. And I write a lot of them. Um, and that's, that's one of my, my digital marketing businesses. And as a result, as you can imagine, there's a lot of feedback that you get. And this is both positive and negative. I say overwhelmingly negative, right? There's probably about 70 to possibly 80% negative feedback. And the rest is pretty positive. Uh, of that 30 to 20%, that's positive feedback. I say about 10% take action. Regardless, big point to take away, overwhelmingly negative. I put a post up the other day and not much to really fight about. I didn't think so, but post reads, in order to become the 1%, you must do what the 99% are not. And to me, that quote hits strong. Because that tells me, even though it seems like everybody else is doing all these wonderful things, and I'm the only one that I know of in my world that is struggling, it's okay. Because I am doing what 99% of the people are not. I am going to have a different life, a different outcome than what the 99% of the people are going to have. And that's what I'm after, right? I'm after a life that is different than what the mass has, than what 99% of the people have. I'm, I'm violently pursuing something different. And that's how that quote reads to me. That's how I interpret it. Now, I never thought that this would be the case, but to read some of the comments, one of them says, yes, because you must sell your soul because you're a sellout, reads another. Okay, and this goes on and on, all in different varieties and all different ways of bashing, essentially, anybody that becomes 1%. I'm assuming these people are all of the 99. I can't imagine they're of the one. But they're all pretty much saying along the lines of, you must sell or give away everything that is good or righteous to become part of the 1%. Now, why is that? I think I can see it in a different light. I take a step back, and it doesn't fire me up or get me angry or anything, but it gives me an enlightenment. It gives me a a vision into the way people think and the way they see things. The way they see this is they see themselves as a victim, as somebody that is is only victimized by the top, we'll say elitists, right? The top elitists, the one percenters, they're being victimized. They're victimizing the 99%, keeping them in this holding pattern that they can never escape and never get out of. Not realizing that that whole escape plan, the only way you can get out is with an internal shift inside yourself to change the way you see things. Instead of building a city, 
by destroying all the tall buildings so all the buildings are the same size, why not build the city where you take the smaller buildings and expand them? You take the small buildings and you try and make them as big as the tall buildings and now the whole city is built up instead of being crumbled down. That's the same mindset that these people approach these situations with. And it's the same mindset that I want you to dig deeper inside to realize that the way you see things empowers the way your mind thinks. You control so much of the success that you have and you may not even realize it. Understanding that if you put good out there, you will get good in return. If you put negativity out there, you'll get negativity in return. But these people that put people down, that put the the people that are trying to do better, that are trying to do good, that are trying to do more, the people that are putting them down, do you think they're doing very well? Hell no. I, I know for a fact they aren't. There'd be no reason to put somebody down if they were doing so good. It's funny because you do see in some of the comments, one guy responded, keep crushing it, keep going. It takes a different level of persistence to be 1%. And of course, he was treated with several negative comments after that. But that comment nonetheless resoluted and, and really resonated with me because it shows me that when you get to a point where you realize your mindset is what's controlling you, you can let go of certain things, right? You can, you can let go of these things that hold you back, that tell you that you can't do what the people that are doing so much can do. You, can, you can't do it. Once you let go of that, you can. You realize that you're unlocking this potential inside your head. You're, you're letting go of the idea that things are outside of your control. You're letting go of the idea that you actually have the ability to understand, to see things differently, and that's how you can control them. If you think money is evil, if you think the 1% are evil, are you going to become 1%? Are you going to be very motivated to be one of those one percenters? Are you going to be very motivated to be a wealthy individual? Heck no. You don't want to do that because you don't want to be just as evil and terrible as they are. But if you let go of that idea, if you let go of that mindset, and if you understand that those people can get there just as truly and honestly as anybody else, then that's when you unlock everything that you've been holding back. You give yourself permission to allow that success into your life. The same holds true with relationships. People that are happy in relationships and have beautiful relationships and all this stuff, all right? You may see, oh no, you know, we can never do that or we'll never be there because these people, you know, are lying or they're fake or they're not real. Well, let go of that idea. Let go of the fact that you think that all these fake ideas and stuff aren't true. When in reality, they very well may be. And it's you in your own head that's holding everything back. I want you to think, think about the mindset that wraps these two classes, okay? These two individual types of people. Let's let's use a uh, let's use a sports analogy to to break it down and make it as simple and rudimentary as possible. Let's say there's two teams, team A, team B. Team A is of the mindset that nothing is in their control. They merely show up. They are perfect. They are a perfect team. Everything is good about them. They do everything right. They execute flawlessly, right? They are perfect in all aspects of their sport. However, everything that happens to them is outside of their control. There is nothing that they can do to influence or control the circumstances of what happens to them. The, the interceptions, the tackles, the plays, everything that happens is outside of their control. But they as a team are flawless. 
That's the way they see it. Now let's look at the other team, their opponents. The other team is a team that understands that, that they can change no matter what needs to be done. They're a team that understands they have flaws. They have characteristics that are not perfect. They have things that need to be improved. They have things that can be changed. They look at circumstances that happen to them as learning lessons, as ways to make them better. They understand that there's always improvement. There's always a way to grow. There's always something more that they could be doing. There's always room to grow. They're willing to take chances. They're willing to take risks. While Team A sits there and, and runs rushing play after rushing play or safe play after safe play that they know they can get a yard or two every game, but it may not win them the game, Team B is willing to throw Hail Marys, deep passes, slant cutting routes. They're willing to do certain things that the other team isn't. They're willing to take chances, take risks, and as a result, Team B has a far more successful schedule, right? They win a lot more games. Now let's take these two examples of these sports teams and relate them to two types of people in the world. We'll say one percenters and 99%. Now don't get pissed off with me if I'm talking about you and you're getting angry, right? These are things that I want you to think about because if you are getting pissed off, if your emotions are controlling your actions, then think about where you lie in this scenario. There's two types of people in the world, the lions and the sheep. You may already have one of these mindsets. You most likely do. There's no doubt about it, right? You're already in one of these two categories. And I can tell you which one you're most likely sitting in. Good news is you can change where you are. You can change the mindset that you sit in. And the mindset you sit in or where you stand with these two groups is not a result or a, an end state but it's merely a mindset shift. That's all you have to do. That's what people don't understand. In order to become 1%, you don't have to be fucking rich. You don't have to have all the money in the world. You can be wealthy without money. It's a mindset shift. You shift your head. You shift the way you see things. You shift the way you blame people. When you let go of blaming people is when you start becoming powerful and controlling and able to change the way you do things. You're destined for something, right? You're destined to do something and you need to understand that. Now, why I say that, though, here's the power. Certain people, right, people in the 1% or whatever will say people that are successful, people that see themselves as successful, feel that they are destined for success. Something in their head tells them that they are destined. They almost have this like gut feeling, right? Now, whether or not that means that they actually are, if you believe in that or not, but what that does is think about the power this puts in your head. If you think you're destined for greatness, do you think you're more likely to become great? Whether or not that destiny is actually a real thing and actually controls anything, think about the shift that it puts in your head, right? It puts this mindset, mindset shift in your head that shifts you to think that everything's going to work out in my favor. Everything's going to work out for the better. There's always going to be a solution. I'm always going to find the answer. I'm always going to improve. I'm always going to find happiness. I'm always going to be around good people. I'm always going to be around somebody that's going to help me. Right, That's the way you think because you're destined for greatness. So it's destined. It's going to happen. So you always approach situations thinking that way. Now think if you approach situations the opposite way. Think if you approach situations as I'm destined for failure, never going to work. Think about that. Think the way those people are going to approach situations. They're going to think, this is never going to work. I'm never going to find somebody. I'm never going to find a solution. There's no way this is going to work out. I'm not going to be surrounded by anybody that can help me. Nobody's ever out to help me. Everybody's out to get me. They only want to take, take, take. There's nothing that anybody can add. 
They're only in it for their own self-interests. I have to be avoidant of other people. Think of the differences between those two mindsets. Whether you think you're destined for greatness or destined for doom, either one can be true because of the mindset that you put yourself in by believing whatever narrative that is. That's the power behind manifesting. Manifestation of whatever it is that you believe is going to happen because that's the way you approach problems. That's the way you approach situations. That's the way you approach everything that happens to you in your life. You approach it with that mindset, and as a result, that's the energy that you give to it, and that's the result that you'll see at the end. we got to ask ourselves these questions and the way we see things. And that's why I want to talk about the lions and the sheep and why the lions are one side and completely different and successful while the sheep follow the masses, they follow the herd and they never change anything different and they constantly blame. Victimhood is the number one cause for why people do not succeed or feel happy in their life. Victimhood is the number one cause for why there's such high suicide rates. Victimhood is the reason you will fail at life and not feel fulfilled as opposed to getting rid of it and finding the victim or gratitude mindsets. I, I believe this with the bottom of my heart. Look at two different people. Look at the 1% and look at the 99%. Which one do you think sees themselves as the victims? And which one do you think sees themselves as the victor? The gratitude that they see in the world. Which ones do you think? It's pretty obvious, isn't it? 99% of people will constantly blame others for the problems and the circumstances of their lives. They will never take action on anything because they feel like they cannot control it. It's outside of their control. Why would I do anything if I can't control it? It's going to happen the way it is. There's nothing that I can do. Inshallah, take it for what it is. It's going to happen the way it's going to happen. That's the way 99% of the people see everything that happens to them in the world. They see the pandemic. They see them losing their job. They see them getting evicted. And they see, you know, like all these different things, all these terrible things that happen to them. They're the victim of it. They're the ones that are perfect. Everything else is what's happening, right? There's nothing that they can do. There's nothing that they can change. And that's the problem with victimhood. If you get yourself in the victimhood mindset, the one that the narrative that the whole world wants you to believe, if you get yourself stuck in this victimhood mindset, you're not going to do anything to change because you're perfect. It's not you. It's, it's everything else. It's the world. It's your employer. It's the job. It's the pandemic. It's the person that hit you in their car. It's everything else, everything else that's happening around you. That's the problem. It's not you. You're perfect. There's nothing you can do to change. You're as good as you can possibly be. And think about the control that that takes away from you. There's nothing you can do. You have taken all the control and all the power and all the ability for you to influence anything. And you've thrown it out the window. You've given yourself no purpose. You've given yourself no direction. There's nothing left for you to do to move forward with because you've taken all of that away from yourself. You're the victim of everything. You are, you are perfect in yourself. And there's nothing that you can do to change anything. It's everything else around you that needs to make the change, that needs to make that shift, that needs to make the difference. If all that other stuff around you can change, then you will have a better life. Then you will find that fulfillment. You'll find the success. But does that happen? Is that the way things really go? tell you once one thing is a fact right now that 100% will never work out for you if you see the world as a victim as you are correct and there is nothing that you can do to change but the world needs to change around you you will never ever find happiness 
It says in uh, Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, Mark Manson says, your ability to find happiness is your ability to solve problems. Now, what does that entail? If you can solve problems and you find happiness, what does that mean you must be doing? It means you must not be a victim because if you're a victim, you wouldn't be solving any problems. There'd be no problems to solve. You are perfect, right? There's nothing that you can do. It's everything else around you. But if you have to solve problems and that's what finds your happiness, then I guess it's something internally that you must do, something inside you, something that you yourself can influence and change and make a difference to. When I was talking with Brett Knutson, he made a couple really good points. He said, am I standing out in the rain? Am I wet because I'm standing out in the rain and it's raining outside? Or am I wet because I walked outside without an umbrella while it's raining? Two different ways to look at it, right? Is it the rain that's happening to me and I can't control it? Or did I just make a decision to not, control, to not do something that I could have controlled to get the outcome that I was actually looking for? Another example he uses, are you late to work because of traffic? Or are you late to work because you woke up late, you took a shower late, you started your routine late, and then you had to rush, rush, rush to get there, and now you're sitting in traffic as a result. You didn't get up on time. One is the sheep, the mindset of the sheep, the mindset of the 99%. Blaming everything else around them because it's not their fault. They didn't do anything. There's no change you can make. Imagine, imagine that world. Imagine how doom and gloom and just miserable that life is. Every day you wake up and you think the traffic, it is the traffic, the blasted traffic. This city, this town, oh, it's the traffic. Everything is getting just too big, too fast. There's not enough infrastructure, this and this and this. All of these things are outside of your control. But what if you started looking inside? Think of the power you would give yourself if you start being like, man, I need, I'm going to start waking up early. There's more traffic on the road. Things are just going. Like, I'm going to wake up earlier so I can get to work on time because there's so much traffic, so much things are growing. I need, to start, I need to start shifting my schedule and doing things a little bit differently so that I can make sure that I'm still hitting the targets and the marks I want. I'm in control of my life. I can do things. Think of the drastic change that that gives for you. It's so empowering. It's so motivating. It's so uplifting because you can change. You can control the things that are happening in your life. Something interesting to think about, and this is something I struggled with too, is when you start shifting yourself away from victimhood and you start getting on the train of I can control my life, I can do, I can control the way I react to things. When you get yourself in the mindset of gratitude, of the victor mindset, of the lion, when you start thinking of things in that mindset, people on the other side will start to really hate you. They're really going to start to get pissed off with you. They're going to blame you for things. They're going to call you names. They're going to yell all sorts of slurs and everything under the sun at you because you're doing better. You're taking chances. You're making changes. And you're, re you're violently rejecting victimhood unlike them. They're going to start calling you things. And you know what? The sheep will always condemn the lion because the lion's always willing to do what the sheep is not. The lion is willing to make a change when the sheep is not willing to do so. And as a result, you know what? The lion and the sheep were never meant to get along anyway. Fuck it. Let them go. Let them live their miserable life. Let them live that miserable journey that they're lying out for themselves. Help them if they want help. But it's an internal shift that they have to make for themselves. It's an internal change that they must decide on their own to make in order to get out of it. Just as you did yourself. 
Because if they're not ready, if they're not willing to make that change, if they don't have that shift inside them, they're going to reject any sort of help that anybody may give them. They're going to reject anything that anybody may tell them because they're not ready for it. They don't want to. They don't want to take responsibility and understand that their miserable life is their responsibility to change. It's too much work. It's too much to come to terms with. It's too much to acknowledge. And that's why there's such a great disparity between 1% of people and 99% of people. It's because 99% of people don't want to face the hard truth. They want to face the calm, satisfying reality that they can just sit there and skate by life and everybody else that's doing more or doing better than them, it's as a result of corrupt behavior, of bad, bad behavior, bad decision-making, corrupt decision-making. They want to to think like everybody else is doing something different to them. I think it's disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting when people think that way. It's sad. It's sad. And you can look at this too in relationships. When somebody comes across something and they're like, oh, you did this to me or you did that, do you think you really want to be with that person? When they come up and they're like, hey, you... uh, you're the, you're the reason, you know, I broke up or you're the reason I cheated or you're the reason like, do you want to be with somebody that talks like that? That won't work with you on things or that won't come to terms with some, uh, some things that they fucked up with or things they didn't do right. Do you, does anybody want to be around anybody like that? I can tell you, I don't, I distance myself from those people, that negative behavior, the negative mindset. I distance myself from those people because I don't want that in my life. Nobody does. The sad reality is, guess what? Ain't nobody want to be around anybody that has a victim mindset. Only other victims, I guess. That's it. Nobody with a big mindset, nobody that's thinking bigger wants to be around anybody with a victim mindset because they're just going to drag them down. It's a universally understood concept is that people with a victim mindset are going to drag you down. And ain't nobody want to be around that, especially nobody that's going up. You'll never be criticized by somebody doing more than you. Think about that. If you're being criticized by somebody, right? These 80% of these comments, 70, 80% of these comments that are all negative. Think these people are doing more than me? Fuck no. What about the people that are 20%? The the positive comments. The people that are telling you to keep crushing it, keep going, keep pushing. You think they're doing more than me? I don't know if they're doing more than me. Very well could be. But I know they're not doing less. Because they're thinking bigger. They're doing more. They've shifted their head out of this trash can perspective of victimhood and they're moving forward. You got to violently reject that shit. Don't let it interfere with your life. Don't let it get in your life. I want to talk about a story. Um, I go to churches on, not churches, go to church on Sunday, right? And this past weekend, while I was at church, um, as you can imagine, right, the political climate is pretty intense. This is now being uh, released on the day before the election, so it's, it's very intense. Political climate is very intense. Seems like if you watch the news or anything uh, mainstream that everybody is divided, that there is no peace, no unity, no solidarity across anybody. Everybody's at each other's throats, right? There is no peace anywhere. Well, I can tell you, when I was at church this past weekend, and I saw the... The uniformity, right? There was a there was a moment when everybody was singing together, and I, I go to this uh, this place called New Life uh, every Sunday, and it's it's a it's a powerful it's a powerful place, right? It's not I'm, I'm born and raised Catholic, but it's not a uh, it's not a Catholic church. It's 
it's more non-denominational, right? So it's, it's very kind of like unifying and more upbeat, modern type style worship. So there was one point where everybody was singing this, uh, this powerful song or whatever the, whatever the worship song was at the time. Like there, everybody was singing together and I stopped and I kind of closed my eyes and I just listened and I could hear the whole auditorium, the whole place was singing together and it was so powerful. It was so powerful and uplifting to listen to. And the, the overwhelming sense that I had come over me was, look at how together everybody is. Look at how unified everyone is. And it was, uh, it was a really overwhelming sense of power that came over me. And I, I thought it was just the coolest thing to know that something different is happening. And there was, there was love and there was peace and there was all races and genders in there. There was no division. There was no segregation or divide across any sort of people in there. Everybody was smiling with each other and hanging out with each other. And everybody was very, very, very happy. And I just, I, I had this idea that, you know what? I'm so grateful to be a part of a community like this, of people that understand that they can be happy despite all the negativity and all the bad things and everything else that's going on in the world. They can still be happy and they can still be together. And there's, there's no division. There's no divide across any of it. Like we may be told or may be forced to believe. And I love that so many people are, instead of being victims and taking everything that's happening as, as stuff that's happening to them, they're looking at it more of a, of a gratitude mindset. They're grateful to be in such a wonderful country. They're grateful to be alive in such a beautiful time. They're grateful to be around such wonderful people and to spread and share the love that they have for each other. And I thought that was just the coolest thing. So that was just a story I wanted to share, but I thought it tied into today. I thought it tied into this episode because there's too many people, I think, today. And, and you know what? It may not be as many people as I think. I will, I will give that disclosure. But I want to share this because if you're listening to this, most likely you're in a place where you're opening your mind. You're open to the idea that there may be more out there, right? That the things you may have grown up with, the things you may have been told may not be the true realities of the way things are actually going on in your world and you're you're understanding that that's that's why you're listening to this is because you're understanding there's probably something bigger there's probably something different than what you've been told than what you've been raised and i'm here to tell you there there is a different mindset than what the world gets us to believe there's more going on than we may see i mean i know i walk around and i I see love and joy and happiness in everywhere I go. I don't see this doom, gloom, and, and pain and misery and division everywhere that you're told that it's happening. I see, I see unity. I see peace. I see gratitude. And it's beautiful to me that those things are existing in real life because when you talk with people, they have the same realization. They're like, you know what? I've been told so many times that everything's going downhill and everything's burning and everything's, you know, we're all hating each other, but in reality, I mean, it seems like I'm learning more and more for myself that that's not the case. That the reality is, is that we are all very happy together. And I love that. I love hearing that about people. I love hearing that people are kind of coming to these same realizations that I am. Things are not as negative and terrible as people may say, but it takes the ability for you to shift your mind and get yourself to the point where you no longer want to be a victim of the world around you. You want to be somebody that takes action and takes steps forward and instead it makes a difference in your life and you can control the way that you react to things, right? Just like standing out in the rain. 
Are you wet because it's raining outside or are you wet because you're standing in the rain and didn't bring an umbrella? One you can control, one you cannot. Don't think of the world and the circumstances around you, the things that happen in business, things that happen to your relationships. Don't think of those things as as actions that you can't control, as a victim in anything. Always test yourself. Am I approaching this situation as a victim? And if you are, reject it. Reject that feeling and move on. Move past it and find a way to take control of it. Find a way to take control of the situation that's happening to you. Be in control of the situations. The lions and the sheep were never meant to get along. Don't let yourself fall into that victim mindset. It is detrimental and will destroy your success. The people that are of the 99% think of a sheep mindset. I'm here to help you guys shift yourself and understand that you will find more happiness. You will become wealthy in your life. You will become the 1% mindset if you start taking action with the victor mindset. If you start thinking as a victor, as a gratitude mindset instead of the victimhood. Anytime you see yourself accepting victimhood, violently reject victimhood and shift yourself to the other side. That's all I really got for you guys today. Wanted to get this one out because it's a powerful thing and I think it has a lot to do with the current times and everything that's going on when we talk about the pandemic and the election and everything else. There's a lot of stuff going on. I just want you guys to see, I wanna open your eyes if they haven't been opened already, to see things through the eyes of gratitude instead of victimhood and reject anything or anyone that brings victimhood into your life, that tries to get you to believe that you're a victim of anything. You're not. You can control the way you react to things. You can control the circumstances that happen in your life. Think of that quote, right? Think of the quote, are you, in, are you wet because you're standing in the rain or are you wet because you forgot to bring an umbrella in the rain with you? One you can control, one you cannot. One is a victim mindset and one is not. Think of that next time something comes up in your life and you feel shitty about it. Think about how you can control it. Because I'm going to tell you, one is going to bring you a lot of happiness. And the other is going to put you in a state of misery. Choose wisely. We'll see you in the next one. See you.